ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 101, boys. Triple digits. Here we go. On the way up to 200. The 2001 <clears throat> champions this year, we're going to keep that streak going here as long as we can, were the Lakers, Shaq and Kobe there, mind you. The Diamondbacks in the MLB, big Randy Johnson there, the big unit. Tom Brady's Patriots, I believe that was his first championship. Yeah. And Patrick Waugh in the Avalanche. So just a bunch of goats to start off, you know, episode 101 here. So going to be a good one. And, uh, Dill, are you having a good one or what's, what's your day like? What do you got? Yeah, yeah. Um, i kind of laughing uh, two things here. One, Patrick Waugh was one of the first, like, goalies that, like, I started watching hockey when, you know, it was like uh, Joe Sackick, um, Sackich, and uh, is it Sackick? Sackich? I don't remember you're anymore. Talking to the wrong guy. But uh, anyway, some of the guys on the Avalanche, I just remember watching him play, and that's, you know, I was telling Teach, that's one of the reasons why I like playing goalie. It was like watching him play. It was like he was just a beast back there, and he single handedly won them games. And oh, yeah. I was like, hey, look, oh, like good. if I can play well in the goal, whatever sport I'm playing. You know, I can do that too. So, <clears throat> I'm not going to be able to release the other reason why I'm laughing right now. Sure. Keeping it a secret. Wow. Keeping it on the down low for some news at a later date. Wow. There you go. A little teaser from Bill. Is there anyone else here tonight? I was just going to ask uh, Doge how he was doing all the way from Cleveland there. Doge. Doge. How you doing? Hey, I've been doing well. We took a little all-star break after uh, after episode 100. Had to cool it down, but we're getting back into full force. So it's good to be back with the boys and ready to get rolling here. The good old all-star break. Sometimes you need it, you know? We're Just I mean, chum it up with all the other all-stars and, you know, recognize who's the best in the, the pod league and, you know. <clears throat> so, but we got, uh, yeah. we got a good show for you here. Like I said, 101. We're back. After the all-star break, usually... Like to get into our stride, get rolling. So uh, we've got to. Well, I was just—I was just gonna explain the all-star thing real quick for people who don't know. Um, as far as the all-star, you know, for us, like it's—it's it's special because the cheap seats selects all-stars uh, each year. Um, so it's just you know special that on our you know hundredth episode that they ended up you know selecting us. So yeah, it's cool. Very exciting. And uh, because of that selection, actually, it, it kind of ties into our first quarter here. Yeah. With our, our fresh first. <clears throat> we actually, so Dill and I, we forego the trip this year because we have another trip we decided to go on. Or we're going to plan on going on. But Doge, he, he didn't want to miss this one. We sent him to Austin to get a little Formula Doge live in person. Person. In person. So check that out here coming in our first Shout quarter. Shout A-Rod. Second quarter, we're going to do a little just NBA first impressions. What do you guys think after the first week here? You know, should anybody be panicking? You know, who's dominating, etc. Third quarter, we're going to do a little World Series update. Talk about the Cheat Strohs versus the Braves, how that series is going. And then the fourth quarter, got to save the best for last. And by best, I mean Doge. Best in the AFC, the Who Day Boys. We're going to talk about that. Ravens beat down. And what's going on in the NFL there. So, 
First things first, ladies and gentlemen, you've been here for 100 episodes. You know what's coming next. We gotta warm it up. We gotta stretch it out. We haven't gotten hurt yet. We made it through 100. We're trying to get to 200, so let's warm it up. Doge, I'm gonna kick it right back to you, bud. Give me your warm up. What do you got? So since we've been out, we we missed the start of the NBA, and when the Bucks came home for their first uh, game at home, they had unveiled their championship rings, and oh man, they looked fresh. Yeah, three hundred sixty diamonds on top, four point fourteen carats of emeralds on top of the rings. Like there was a little switch where you could oh, pop yeah. it off, little like loop pops out where you can hang it on a necklace. Under that. They've got cool little designs, along with a freaking QR code Yeah. that if you scan the QR code that's etched into the inside of the ring, it pulls up a bunch of finals highlights from when they won. I mean, that is so, so sweet. It's nasty. Just un- unbelievable rings, and uh, fear, nec- fear the deer there. The necklace I mean, pendant thing is so freaking cool. Like, if you haven't checked so it out, you got to watch the video of it. It's so cool. Coolest ring I've seen for a championship. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Without a doubt. It's just got so it's got so many different layers. For me it's the QR code, the highlights. Everything yeah. everything else people have done before. You well know, that too like, is engraved like, in too. It's not like it's like a sticker <clears throat> on there. It's engraved in there, so it's never going anywhere. Right, like it's part of the ring. Oh yeah. Like that is really cool too. <clears throat> Love it. Be able to do the. I'm telling I you, the necklace I think is big time. Because you can't always just rock a championship. The necklace is such a flex. You can't just always rock a championship ring either. It's so huge. But you can always rock a chain and a necklace. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Even if it, it can be under, but you can still rock it. But the ring, like sometimes it's like, dude, are you really gonna wear that again? Like it's massive. It's like, yeah, I know. But where are the chains? Wear it every day. So. <laughs> yeah, I probably would put it on. At least, like, put it on. Just, like, look at it. Yeah, just, like, wake up every day, just like, ah. That's how you start your day. There you go. Still there. One of these days, still, when you got that that Super Bowl kicker ring. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Dill, give me a little warm-up, Steve. Yeah, so I mentioned a few episodes ago, I believe, um, about... The matchup in fantasy with Doge in football. Now, this is an NBA fantasy update. Whoa. Against Doge. Whoa. Happenstance is just the first week matchup. Look at Doge's face. He is so discouraged moving forward after his beatdown. It actually wasn't that bad of a beatdown at the end of the day. But... What's that look for? I thought you were gonna say something. Doge just can't stop shaking no, his head. No, this is this is your warm up. You you yeah, do rub your it thing. In some more. He guy. just can't stop shaking his head. So I thought he was gonna butt in. She's like, oh my, god, I gotta say something. Oh, no, no, it was a it was a bad start. That's that's all I can say. I, I was just gonna say week that one. it was uh, you know I mean? NBA fantasy week one. What are we talking about? It's the second time I've done NBA fantasy. The first time I was in a league with a bunch of people who have done it for like. You know, consecutive years who have built their teams, and I was totally going in blind to it. And then this time was a little bit different. I understood most of it. The one thing I did not understand. Unbelievable moment, Doge. I don't know if you know about this. This is awesome. 
So, before all of this, I'm like in free agency. I'm like, hey, so does this reset? And then I'm I'm like... It was this... not that clear. I would like to make that. <laughs> all right. We're so... talking about picking up people in fantasy, like who we should get, blah, blah, blah. I'm right. like, I need a forward. I was like, ah, I could use a guard. We have $150 There's in a, our league. A big right? system. You got a bid. I thought... I'm like, oh, I bid... <laughs> <laughs> three bucks on DeAndre Hunter. And then Dill's like... I'm like, if you if you really want a guy, like, wouldn't you just bet, like, a bunch of money? He's like, well, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, so I should just pay, like, 150 for, like, somebody I want to pick up. Like, pay the full price, and then it'll reset. And he was like, well, yeah, I guess. Like, you know, so I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I'm just going to do that for Marcus Smart, like, day two in the season. My reset was it resets each year, is the reset I was describing. Not a weekly reset. So 150 bones on Marcus Smart. So, needless to You're say. You're out of money. He got him, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got, he him. got him. And this is the super funny thing. So, at the, like, before any of this, I was like, all right, like, Tej, like, who are you getting just to make sure, like, you right. know, we don't bet on the same person, waste each other's money. Like, I don't need to do that. Like, if I'm spending 150 in my mind, right. I want him. Like, so I, I'm going to spend 150 Like, so I thought he was going to bet 150 and he was just higher in the waiver order. So that's why he was all, like, excited. But he was excited because he got some other player. So, needless to say, it's been taken care of. I've dropped him. Um, it's, it was just really funny. Pick up, hey, a little tip. I mean, you guys can't do it because I did it for all our fans out there. Pick up Chris Duarte off the Pacers, baby. He's hot. Pick him up. Oh, that's a fumble ruski for sure. That looked like a fumble ruski. Oh, I like that. So, yeah, good old Marcus Smart. He's worth the 150 bones to, uh, to me. Like, Look, got me week one win. I'll say, got lose, you the dub. Worth probably going to lose week two because I didn't play people uh, yesterday as a self-punishment for the move. So, there you go. Penalty. Self-inflicted penalty. Anyway, I'm warmed up. I'm literally hot. I'm pretty warm, but I'll do a quick, Tempered. quick fire, quick fire. I'll save my... My other one for last, it kind of because it's a little segue into our next episode. So okay, I would like to say, ladies and gentlemen, Dill, Doge, yeah. as a person who attended FC Cincinnati's game last night, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's just it's it's tough. We're just we're just walking to the finish line of this season. It seems like none of our players really give a shit anymore. Like they do, but they don't because we were up three one and we were feeling great. Brandon Vasquez is lighting it up, and then we just give up five, like, consecutive goals for a six three loss. And meanwhile, there's people still cheering the team on. What are we cheering for? I like. At some point, we got to boo and make like hold these. I know we got a new GM now, but man, I just I don't know. I'm. It's. It's frustrating. 
We can't ever hold a lead in that stadium. And it's again, bad. And you know what, too? It's even worse. Is because we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be rivals with Nashville. But they just kick our ass. Which is like, ugh. We, like, we, we can't even have rivals in the MLS. Because we just stink so bad. They're they're not good. They show some flashes, but it's never enough to finish a game. We have it seems like we have a lot of really good individual people. Like and they have really good pockets of play here and there, but we never can string it together as like a unit for the whole time. Or we get so comfortable with like leads or we I don't know it's just uh, six to three dude let's get into something that was fun formula doge first quarter dude what was it like bro the weekend was incredible uh really exciting atmosphere that was my first time ever being at a formula one race first time being at the circuit of america's the facility's awesome first time in texas First time leaving an airport in Texas. I had a layover in Dallas one time, but I'm not going to count that. Yeah. Your first time out and about in the Texas air. There are a lot of big things in Texas. I they, was just you know about to ask you. Everything, everything, everything is big. Okay. They have some, some big facilities in Texas. Okay. Circuit of the Americas was one of them. All right. That'll, if it so, holds up, it holds up. Fair enough. We, uh, we had a really good time. My brother-in-law, Charlie, listener of the pod, uh, joined me on the trip. And we got to see all the practice sessions, a bunch of different races in between the qualifying on Saturday and then, of course, the race on Sunday. Um, We actually got some audio while I was on site um, Mm -hmm. after one of the practice sessions and then after the qualifying session. So we'll go ahead and throw those in here now and give you guys a little taste of the action. Watch it live from the track here. Uh, Formula Doge, you may hear a little bit of announcing in the background here, but essentially what we've had so far during all the practices has been Mercedes owning free practice one. Get a little bit of car action as Fernando Alonso goes by. Uh, Sergio Perez had the fastest time in free practice two, and the McLarens both sitting in the top five with Norris and Ricardo, and Bottas and Hamilton also finishing top five during free practice two. Verstappen underwhelming in the practice session so far, um, but coming out right now with the fastest time of free practice three, with Perez sitting right behind him. So really great showing so far in free practice three from the Red Bulls, and Mercedes not too far behind. McLaren trying to keep up with the two. We had both Mercedes and Aston Martin flying by us right there. But um, it's been great so far, great competition, and then hopefully qualifying shows to be the same in the race on Sunday. But a lot of great competition here. Red Bull and Mercedes obviously staying in contention with each other as usual. So looking forward to seeing how that pans out for the rest of the weekend. Formula Doe's back here again after qualifying. Uh, Really exciting back-to-back uh, between the Red Bulls and the Silver Arrows. Um, great stuff between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. At first, it was Perez and Verstappen holding the top, and Lewis Hamilton was able to come out and put in a really fast lap. Verstappen just finishing quickly after in order to take pole position. So you'll see 
Verstappen sitting at the top, Hamilton second, and Perez third, followed by Bottas. So it's really just a battle between two teams, what it seems like. McLaren following off a little bit after an impressive Q1, not able to hold that same momentum for the following bits. Um, so we'll have to see how race day comes. But as it looks right now, Verstappen sitting pole and Hamilton right behind him. So we'll see uh, whose teammates can really step up and help him out throughout the rest of the day. And uh, should be a really exciting race day, uh, made for a really great qualifying. So looking forward to the race, and we'll see how it goes. Right on. So obviously you got a little bit of car sound in the background there from the free practice. The qualifying was the first time where it really got exciting, and guys seemed like they were they were kind of racing and really pushing the cars. So um, really cool there. But obviously, you know, the whole reason everyone's there is for the race on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And Maxi Verstappen wound up getting the win. He was pole after qualifying, uh, lost the lead right out the gun, but was able to to pull it around. They pitted early, pulled the uh, pulled the undercut on Mercedes, and they were able to get the win. Lewis Hamilton finishing second, and then Checo Sergio Perez, the other Red Bull driver, finished third to have two of them on the podium. Um, so really wild weekend. The race was awesome to watch. Um, but did you guys catch the race? I mean, who would you say, you know, what was the most impressive thing that you guys saw from, from watching this weekend? I only caught a little bit of it and I heard some pods talking about it. So I didn't get to watch the whole thing this weekend. Unfortunately. Sure. I was, uh, did you catch the end? Did you catch the beginning? What was your little pocket that you found? So I caught like a little middle lap action there. And then I heard about, Lewis, who was took a penalty, I believe. Um, maybe this was the race before, but he like was down a bunch of spots for a little bit, and then he's just so ridiculous and just catches up right away, and it's like back in fourth place, and then back in second, and then fighting with Max. And Max is, I forget the term that they used, but he it's like a really good you know strategy where he's like down. Uh, cutting or something like that, really cutting off Lewis, yeah, and making sure that Red Bull did the undercut. That's yeah, what it is, so yeah. so they pitted early to get the fresh tires and and run, and then okay, you're they right, were able to put right. in some faster laps to catch up to Lewis. So when Lewis finally pitted, he had it, been running on some old tires, and that put him uh, kind of behind in the pack when he came back out of the pit. That's this is what I'm so talking like about. You said he, 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 he didn't wind up right. fighting his way back up, right? That was what I was talking about. And then I heard, I think this was this race too, that Maxi got out and flipped off Lewis. Did you see that? So that was during one of the practices. Okay. Um, Did you see yeah, that? So they, yeah, I was I was in the turn where they were kind of fighting. Uh, that was uh, one okay. of the first days. So they were coming down the main straight, and this is a practice, so you're not really supposed to be going hard, racing each other, you know, give each other space. Of course. And they were side to side going straight down the straight and lewis cuts him off in the first turn and uh if max really wanted to push and turn into him he could have wrecked them both right there in the practice obviously that's not what you want to do but uh yeah max max flips him off he says you're you're an effing idiot and then they come in on the radio christian horner from red bulls like all right max like no worries like calm down we're good (laughs) (laughs) talked him down a little bit but yeah they uh they, they always seem to butt heads a little bit, but, I mean, it's all in, in good competition. You know, if they're not running each other off the track, then they're fine. So it was interesting to see that little bit of racing, but that was the only little bit you had until the, it just the race kind of on like a, It's just kind of like a little microcosm of how tight 
this year is right now and how, like, Maxi has the window and, like, Lewis is just trying to get under his skin a little bit, knock him off his rocker so he can, you can definitely in the lead. You can definitely tell Lewis is playing the head games a little bit. Uh-huh, for sure. So, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, like I said, I didn't get to watch too much, but I heard about it and I heard it was a great race. And I heard every driver loves Austin. Like, they all love that race. They say the course is, is or the track is great. And then, obviously, the atmosphere is incredible, too. So, I guess it's one of Lewis's favorite tracks. Um, so, I've heard it was awesome. I'm glad you got to go, Doge. So maybe we'll try to all go next year. Who knows? Of course. It was sweet. Yeah, I would love to love to make it back to the race. And, obviously, they're adding a new race next year in Miami, which is going to be cool. So, U.S. will have two races next year, um, which will be really exciting that's stuff. A, is that one you can watch via boat? That's a road course, right? No. Yeah, it's it's around the Hard Rock Stadium where the Dolphins play down there in Miami. So they're using part of the road and, and using that as the track. So yeah. it's going to be really sweet. Yeah, I remember hearing about that now. They had some of the drivers go down. I know for sure George Russell was there. I think a few other drivers went, but they were checking out the like the ley lines that they were um, going to be mapping out for the race. And I get the, I guess they put them in a virtual um, like simulator the for the track for next year already. And he said it looks really cool and. Uh, should be pretty sweet. I think that's going to be a really cool environment. We might need to I do love that. road courses. Dude, if they we have might need to get back to this... Miami, Doge. <laughs> Slay some demons. That's hilarious. After <laughs> <laughs> the name of that place, that's Inside joke for anybody who knows about our Miami has not seen The Last of Us teach. We're going to get them back one of these days. No doubt. If I they need have... that weekend to line up with like a Bengals, Dolphins, just to be... Or even Brownies. I think it's in May. I think it's an earlier matchup or earlier race in the season. You talking a little playoff, a little heat culture, maybe? <laughs> it certainly could be. Ooh, a little heat, certainly a little could Marlins. be. <clears throat> That'd be great. A little lightning. Dill, Dil, did you catch any of the race uh, this weekend? I'll be honest, no, I did not. I, uh, I you guys are killing me. Everything. This is the one time I didn't watch it, Doge. Every other time it's been the other way around, where you guys haven't seen it. I've been so, all right, it's such a bummer. What time was the actual race? What time did it actually start? Three o'clock in Austin, so it was four o'clock in Eastern. in the Eastern time zone for you guys. Is that when it starts? Is it always four or uh, three? I, I mean, was like driving back time? home from the lake with Johnny B. I'm not so. sure if it's always that time or not. Usually it's in the morning that I'm turning it on, like nine or ten o'clock. Because yeah, I, tur- I got up at nine to turn it on, right. and I was like, oh, heck yeah, dude, I'm up, like F1, like it's going to be nine o'clock, this is sick. And I looked, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, dude, like I'm going to be driving home during this. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, because it's normally overseas, so like it's... Six right. hours ahead, seven hours ahead. Right. So, anyhow, I'll I'll give you guys some more fill-ins then. Uh, one of the craziest things of the race, like I said, Max and Lewis were battling back and forth. They were kind of in a league of their own. Of course. Sergio Perez wound up getting third. He actually was one of the best cars in practice and qualifying. But um, due to some issue with his car, he did not have any um, access to his water line for the entire race. So he was oh. going the whole time, and you know the track temperature That's was over crazy. 100 degrees. Yeah, Who is so this? he Sergio he was Perez? incredibly dehydrated. He, after the fact, said that was one of the toughest races, physically and mentally, I've ever had to to be a part of. So That's him crazy. getting third uh, and overcoming that was really incredible to watch. Still, 
I, know I didn't to- realize I know that Toto, was happening until after the fact. I know Toto said... So it's funny I just am remembering all these things now because like, I didn't actually watch the race, but I'm remembering all these little clips. I heard that he said that it was like way hotter than they thought it was going to be, like by a lot. And like, it was way hotter than I thought it was going to be. I mean, too. I, like the track was. I like, should have done more research, but yeah, it was it was 90 degrees out where we were sitting, and it was well over 100 anywhere on the track for sure. I see. You got and the sun was beating guys. it down the whole time, and obviously the black asphalt that definitely kicks up a lot of heat. Uh, yeah, for sure. Especially when they're ripping it up. What, too. what tires are they going with typically? Or most teams going with? It was mediums and hards. The only people that's the I think there were only two racers that started on soft tires, and those wore out real quick. Yeah, I bet they had to. I mean, I think <clears throat> there was a two pit strategy, and a lot of people went medium, and then hard, and then hard. So, yeah, I figured that most teams would do that. Like at least you know go hard see how it is after warming up because they're going to last longer and once they warm up they probably are going to be just as sticky as the other one are you watching this game Dosh? i've got it in the background yeah that that d hop play was crazy did you see they just called it back because of his stiff arm because of a face mask oh my god what are we talking about because he He grabbed it dude Mm. you can get your hand on it but if you grab that face mask it's got to go both ways yeah i guess that's fair um, but yeah, so post-race results, it's still a very tight race with Max and Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, only five races to go. Max has a 12-point lead over Lewis. Mercedes being the better team right now with Bottas outperforming Sergio, um, they've got a 23-point lead over Red Bull with five races to go for the Constructors' Cup. In third and fourth place, McLaren and Ferrari... It's only a three-and-a-half-point difference between the two. Wow. So those guys are really battling as well. So it should be a really exciting finish as we go to these last five races of the year. Um, and it would certainly be something to see Max snag a championship after Lewis has just been dominating F1 for the last yeah, forever. six years. <laughs> so, um, you know, should be really exciting. Uh, you guys got any predictions as to who's going to win constructors, who's going to win the drivers? I, dude, I just, it seems just like, even though this is like a Max Golden Year, it just seems like Lewis is undeniable. Like, I don't know. He just, like, always is finding a way. So, like, man, I don't know. I think, what is it, I think if the if Max wins the next one, it'll be tough. But I, if Lewis comes out and wins, it's like, oh boy, here we go. Now it's 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 big time. As for the Cup... I feel like that's more up to Bottas and Perez. Like, who's going to kind of win that little battle there? And Bottas had the big win the other week. But, like you said, Perez has been... I know he's been knocking down third place all year. So, I don't know. I'm going to say Lewis for the win, Red Bull for the constructor. Still? Wow. That might not work like that, possibly. Yeah, <clears throat> um, there are five races left. You said right? Five races. Yep. Oh, man. The difference between well, first place and second place in a, a race is seven points. The big Netflix is out to get Maxi after he said he didn't want to be on the show anymore. So look out for that. Oh, I didn't know he said that. I haven't heard that. He said he's like, I hate it. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. 
it's probably a bit of a distraction at times when they're with the teams. The drive to it's, about the to, it's about to make them all mad stacks so soon. Like, whenever their next contract is up, they can be like, you know that Netflix thing that has all these bunch of American people watching it now and all these people all over the world? Like, I'd like a touch with that, that cash. And oh, by the way, we added an extra race. You know, so, I mean, I think he'll, he'll warm up to it, I'd imagine. But yeah, it's probably annoying, especially for someone who's him, who's like, hyper-focused and, like, it seems like he's mad. Like, I don't know if he's OCD or, like, just, like, one of those, like, super high-strung guys, but I feel like anybody getting in his way, like, even if it's just, like, a little, like, camera guy would, like, really bother him a lot. So, for sure, I think it does not, it's not something he likes, but, like I said, look out, big Netflix. I'm kidding, but I thought that was funny to hear from him as, like, the guy who's in first place going to win the trophies. Like, ah, this whole show is not for me. It's like, this whole show could be about you right now. <laughs> Dill, what are your predictions there? I'm going to go with Lewis and Mercedes. Wow. Silverado. I'm a Mercedes guy. What can I say? I, I think Max is going to pull it off. He's got some next level that he can tap into. That even though Mercedes has a faster car on all the straights, that when he needs to push it, he just can that Red Bull car, man, is just on fire. When it came down to the last lap of qualifying, Lewis Hamilton had the had the pole position, and Max needed to shave off about a half second of his time, and he was able to put it in, like, basically as, as time expired. Like, a buzzer beater, he came through and snagged the pole, and they were battling back and forth, but I feel like Max just has that that level he can dig into, but Lewis is the GOAT, so it's it's tough, but... I think Max is going to snag the title. I do. But I, I think it's going to be tough for Red Bull to catch Mercedes because even though Bottas started ninth, you know, he was behind Perez in this last race, he only started ninth because he had a five-position penalty. Right. He should have started fourth, and if that was the case, I think he probably would have wound up on the podium this weekend instead of Checo. Yeah. So, like you said, Tej, the last race they had before Austin, Valtteri won. And he's been driving really well. He, going into this weekend, had the most points of anybody since they announced that he was going to yeah, be no, leaving I, yeah, after right. the year. So he's he's been driving really hot. Um, I think, pissed. obviously, the Lewis and Max, they're going to trade blows. The 12-point lead for Max is definitely going to help him. But I think it's going to be tough to catch Mercedes right now, the way they've been going. It take I think it would take a crash or more Ooh. grid penalties for a Red Bull to catch up to them. Okay. So I probably I need to probably flip mine then and go Max for the win, Mercedes for the cup. I didn't know the gap was that large. I was I guess I wasn't looking at it. He's got yeah, he's got twelve points on him, but it's twenty three points for Mercedes over Red Bull. Right, that's so. the gap I'm talking about. I knew the, the Max yeah. and Lewis one. Okay. Well, It'll guess. be tough. It'll be tough. If Checo comes out with a win though, then anybody's ball game no doubt so we'll see we'll see but uh should be really exciting for these last five races really looking forward to it and we'll you know have some more updates to come with some some more formula formula doge segments down the road yeah love it always a good one Mm. um all right let's move on here boys do a little uh nba first impressions um what are your thoughts? I guess just go. Let's just each pick a couple teams and like 
say what we think about him, or I don't know, is there anything that stands out to you? I know Doge, we got a little Bucks talk there when we were talking about the rings and their opening night. They looked pretty impressive. Is there anybody else that's looked very impressive to you, Doge, or or I guess not impressive, somebody you're worried about? Oh, is there, man. Is there, any, is there any early fool's gold, per se? I've got one Fool's for, gold, like I've, they look good, but they're not going to be? I've got one for that, maybe. I mean... I'm here, so I might as well say it. I think <laughs> after the win in, in L.A. against the Clippers yesterday, everyone in Cleveland's feeling hot. Like, they, they've won a few in a row. Like, looked uh, looked okay. But I think that's fool's gold for sure. I don't I don't think they're going to be sniffing the playoffs when you get to the end of the year. So that'll be tough for them. But, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't get caught up on that too much uh, by any means. Okay. I mean, yeah. there's there's an yeah. obvious one for for – disappointment disappointing teams but i don't want to steal anything from anybody else it's terrible dill anybody catching your eye in a good way right it could be bad if you want uh no i'm gonna i'm gonna go with uh the bulls the old bully down a little bit of fool's gold there my friend think so <laughs> Zach, my Still's boy. Still's gotta have his guy. Still's gotta have his guy. They played like the Pistons twice, and somebody else. And I hate to say it. Look, Raptors. This is a special pour one out for our friend Charlie Rumsey, because Detroit right now needs some love. Okay. Eh. The Lions have no wins, and the Pistons have no wins. There's no wins to go around in Detroit. Okay. And he's on his way to Cleveland. Exactly. He's going to, he's trying to get some wins in Cleveland. So good luck. <laughs> did they lose again tonight? They did. Or no, that's okay. Never mind. But either They're way, playing, uh... I was talking Pistons there. But so the Bulls, the Bulls haven't played anybody good yet, but I think they are going to be good this year. But it's just funny that they're like, oof, they scored 67 with 11 to go in the fourth. The Pistons? Yeah. Against the Sixers? Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't think Cade's. I don't. I, to be fair, I don't think Cade's played yet. So, is he hurt? I think. I think. I just remember him not playing the first game. Yeah, he's not on the roster. So there you go. He's hurt. Wonder why he's. Uh, what he's hurt with? I haven't heard about that. Hmm. So you're going Bulls, yeah. Lonzo, hyping up the boys, Levine, your guy. Look, both both are my guys because you know I have to ride with them in fantasy, and Lonzo's doing pretty well in fantasy along with uh, Levine. I actually like Levine too. I think he's a pretty pretty good dog, of a player. Dog. And uh, I think that they would have been a playoff team last year had he not had his like injury and then like COVID at the end of the season. Uh, yeah. Oh really yeah. Slumped. He was ripping so. it last year for sure, dude. So, I think that they're definitely a playoff team. I don't know if they're going to be a one seed. No. If they are, Jesus. Look at back at episode 101, <clears throat> you know. Say, wow. Wow. That's crazy. See, who are you looking at? That's so crazy. There's two teams right now that are in the same boat, and it's 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 perfect because if one team is nervous which is my team i need the other team to be nervous so 
The Celtics do not look hot right now. Jalen Brown came out real hot first night. The Knicks went crazy after the double overtime. If you haven't seen the clip of their fans going wild, it's one of the funniest things you'll see because it's the first game of the season. It's like they won the championship. It's so funny. But, I mean, I'm, I love the energy, so I'd rather have that than nobody show up to the game. So good for them. But the Celtics haven't looked great. We just lost to the Wizards. We're just, like, not gelling yet. We've had some injuries early, too. Um, Ime Udoka coming out, you know, calling out Jalen Brown for his energy a little bit there. I think that uh, is a good move. Um, you know, not something you want to typically do, but Jalen Brown can take the take the criticism, and I'm sure they'll bounce back, and I think that'll be a good wake-up call for everybody. Al Horford and Schroeder both were like, we got to come out and warm up right and get ready right and, you know, not underestimate our opponents. So it might have been a little case of that too. So uh, I think we'll be fine. Not very concerned. Um, I'm sure Lakers fans are saying the same thing where they're like, you know what? We sat out LeBron a couple games. Russ is finally kind of gelling here a little bit after, you know, getting one game where he went off a little bit. They still got to figure out how to get them all to play as a as a cohesive unit, but it was probably nice for them to see. Hey, when LeBron's sitting, Russ can just pop off and be himself, and that, that'll still get us a W. But they did lose last night uh, to the Thunder, who, by the way, are I think that's their only win of the season. Did you um, see how big of a lead they had? It was a big lead. Twenty six. Twenty six points. It was early to have the twenty six points. Like in the NBA now. 20, like 15 to 20 points is like really not that big of a lead with a quarter left. But, I don't know. It's still like, it should, the Lakers should be able to close that out. I mean, it's also Russ. It's one of his first times back, you know, in, in uh, um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. So, big game for them. But, like, I guess they, uh, they left him for wide open shot and he missed it. I mean, it wasn't wide open, but he had a shot to win. So, we're both two and three. We're both not looking hot. Um, but I think I saw a stat. I need to double check it, so don't quote me on this. But I think I saw a stat that was the last time the Lakers and Celtics both started 0-2. They both met in the finals. So I need to double check that stat. But huh. it'd oh. be nice if true, you know. I'd like to see it. We'll have to fact check that. Get stats team on it. Yep. Um, I'll do a little snake snake draft here mm-hmm. of disappointing teams or good teams. Um, the Heat, man. The Heat looked pretty for real. They put a beating on the box. And Kyle Lowry's no joke. Jimmy Butler's no joke. Tyler Hero, the bucket, seems to have shaken off his sophomore slump. Looks like he's coming out pretty hot. Um, so... I think the Heat are going to be solid. Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, we got the Pelicans. Got to get going, man. Yeah, that's all I got to say. They <clears> gotta, throat> gotta, throat> still out, right? They got to get going. Yeah, but they got to get everybody else going to like get him. They need to have a team around him. Like he can't be the only thing. There's a lot of talk that he's going to be <clears> the <throat> first player ever to not sign that rookie extension and just be like, I'm out of here. I don't care how much money it is. And, like, no one ever has done that. Like, if you've been offered it. Because it's like a... a, You're not going to make more money than that somewhere else. So... It's like almost like a guaranteed contract. Right. 
It's the one that Jason Tatum just signed. It's like five years, two hundred million. I'm sure it'll be more than or whatever if you make a All NBA or whatever. So, but I, there's a lot of rumors that he's going to not do that because he doesn't like what's going on in New Orleans. So they need to start getting it together and like starting off. What are they one and four now? One and three? Like they got to get a little momentum down there in New Orleans. Come on. Yeah, David Griffin needs to get moving. Like they can't just repeat. They can't. Be, they can't get Anthony Davis and then get him again in Zion Williamson and do the same thing and just wash him away for his first part of his career and then let him walk. Or I mean, obviously they didn't let him walk, but you know what I mean. It's just like, ugh. Pelicans, let's go. Yeah. Bill, back to you. If you got one. Um, oh. <laughs> sorry, the... Uh... Cats making some noise over here while asleep. Um, no, so I, I mean I don't know. Like I don't. It's too early, man. Like it I is say, early, I would say like, Phoenix being one and three coming out of the gate after getting to the finals last year. Um, I've got another dose. If you don't, that would be something to kind of worry about. I'll pass but it to you too. Um, I love I way. love seeing that Golden State's up there. Yeah, they look really good, man. They look good. Doge, anybody for you, good or bad? The Nets, man, are struggling a little bit, too. They, they just, yeah, they got a lot of drama I mean, over there. They've, the drama of Kyrie not being there, and KD came out and said, yeah, we're really missing Kyrie. And James Harden, through his first five games, he's had the least amount of free throw attempts since his 2010-2011 season. So he's just not getting to the line. That's always been his M.O. When he was a rookie, so, probably. I mean, pretty pretty damn close. I mean, I don't think he was. I don't think that was his rookie year. It was probably like. When you I'd be right around it though. Yeah. Yeah. That was before Beard. That's oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that was like yeah. finals. Thunderhearted. Yeah. Thunder buddy. Right. So. So I mean, they're they're looking a little tough. I mean, I feel like they can get it together, but obviously the drama of Kyrie, like. They they came to have that three headed monster and now he's just taking himself away from the team essentially. So and it's plus, like that's such a massive hit because he's so expensive on their cap. Like you know what I mean? Like he's like a you if you if he didn't play, you could go get an all star caliber person on their team. You know what I mean? And by the way, mm-hmm. the Warriors look good without Clay, well, that's exciting. You know what I mean? So when he comes back that'll be good. Hopefully Kyrie will come back. That'll be interesting. Ben Simmons yet to play for the Sixers. Always interesting. Ben Simmons. Chupus. Um, dude, this is my last one. We'll move on after this. We'll go into halftime. I feel like, obviously, way too early. But man, Rick Carlisle. I bet he wanted to have a better start with the Pacers than one and four. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Like, I thought they were going to be pretty good this year because I thought they had a really good roster last year, but their coach just, everybody hated him from what I understood. Like, he just wasn't the guy. Yeah, it wasn't it. And so, I was like, oh, you're going to bring in Rick Carlisle? Just, I mean, yeah. He just is a good, solid coach. And I figured they play real good defense. I know they're a little banged up, so hopefully they get healthy. They'll solve some of their issues. I know TJ Warren, that's a big scoring point for them. That's like 20, you know, 17, 20 points. I'm not sure. 
Levert's back. I know Brogdon's been a little nicked up. So, I mean, there's big names for them that are hurt. So, hopefully, they'll, it'll clear up. But um, I'm sure they I can segue that a little bit, T. With, with I, one more thing. Yeah. I, I can segue it, too. Oh, he is beat it, you. No, he beat is you. It he pa- beat you. He beat, oh, is it Pacer related? Yes. Go ahead. Wow. Go ahead. Hence the segue. Um, they had a really bad loss to a team that I think is actually also showing some promise. I think they had like a 23-point lead on the Hornets, and the Hornets were able to come back and win that game. And they've looked nice too. Hornets are 4-1, and 3-0 on the road. They look good, man. We just beat them. Celtics just beat them in their building. And that was good. And that's the only L they've taken so far was to the Seas, so... Couldn't let Gordon Hayward get a dub against us in this first game against us. Get out of here, boy. <laughs> Money Still, did I take yours? No, no. I was going to say the one thing I know about the Pacers, though, is uh, gold don't quit, so it'll be okay it's early in the season. <laughs> gold don't quit. That's beautiful. It's probably weird. You know what? It might just be weird shooting in there after the new renovations. They're probably just getting used to the, the depth of the court, you know? Yeah, in the field that's got to be it. <laughs> in the field house, for sure. Yeah, probably not, but that's okay. It's that freaking drum line they can't get out of their head. They do go hard with the drum line. Well, that's only when they're on defense. So. That's true. All right, well, let's move on. Halftime here. Yeah. Uh, Doge, where can we find a clubhouse specific stuff? We are on Facebook. Now the parent company is what Meta. Just today rebranding. Yeah. So Facebook still Facebook. Facebook, but did you see? Yeah, that? you're right. You're did right. Did you see that whack ass AI thing that they put out? That video. Yes. Yes. What? So Mark Zuckerberg says Meta is the future, but um, metaverse. you can find us on Facebook. Can we not just live in real life? The like, metaverse dude. seems cool, but like, god dang. Carry it's on. a whole Ready Player One type thing. Yeah, it it's exactly, Doge, it's exactly what it looks like. You just sit there and zombie out while you're, like, yep. doing a bunch of shit with your head. Carry on. <laughs> Anyhow, you will not have to do a bunch of crazy stuff to catch us on Facebook. Nope. You'll, you'll see it's just at The Clubhouse. Yes. On Twitter and Instagram, we have identical handles there. It is Clubhouse underscore TCSN. Clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Cheap Seats Network. So give us a follow. And uh, shout us out. Boom. Heck yeah. Check us out. Check us out. Big deal. Where can they check out the cheap seat stuff? Yeah, so, again. Oh, here we go. Facebook. start thinking. The Cheap Seats Network. Does everybody know how to spell that? The Cheap Seats Network. Boom, boom, boom. Four words. In a phrase. <clears throat> and Twitter. For you long time fans, you know what's coming up here. It's going to be an SN, but you don't know why. Because it's no longer this handle. But you can find us on Twitter at the underscore cheap underscore seats. Old handle used to have a TCSN for the cheap seats. What does it mean? <clears throat> Doge, I got a great one. 
Topical you ass. You a good one? Topical ass, boy. You know me. I'm out here in the streets. I've had this one so long, I forgot it, and I just had to remind myself. That, I had to go look back at it. That bodes awful for what I'm going to guess. But I'm still going to guess it. I'm waiting for you to guess. And I took a screenshot. Sure you, do you have hey. anything? Do you want me to buy some more time? <clears throat> I took a screenshot of when I did it. So that way the timestamp, you can see that I didn't just do it. It hurts me because the All-Star break throw me off here. Really throw me off. This is a pre-All-Star break SN, but I'm talking post-All-Star break moment is what I'm thinking of. My Mine was going to be a post and now I've got to double back. I'm going to say my pre and I'll double back now too. My, my current one was Spooky Nights. Because oh. it's it's Halloween. There's no way that I was going to ever do that. Well, duh. That's why I said I got a great topical one. It's going to be better than what Dill's got going on here. I don't know. Topical. I think okay. this, one's, this one's topical. This one's definitely topical. So get that shit out of here. Oh, first time. First time for everything. Hey, there ain't a first, first time. First time for everything. There ain't a first time for everything, okay? Unless hey, when you happens. didn't do Steve Nash... That's it. That was it. That's a turning point in my head That's that I will it. never forget. <laughs> That's it. It comes up every time I think. Oh my gosh, dude. The ball has been popping out in every football game we've watched. I've seen four fumbles tonight in about 15 minutes of game. Uh, I, I'm just leaving that. I don't care to try. Spooky nights, you said? Yeah. It's a spooky night. Yeah, I mean, I. It's close. Like, you have part of it. There you go, Dush. It's a hint. It's probably not spooky. It's not spooky. So, it could be a starry night. It could be a stupid night. It could be a... Stupid night. night. It could be a... Stupid. Secret night. Mmm. Um, you really got me stumped here. It could be a sexy night. <laughs> Goodness gracious. How is that topical? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Uh, um. Sporty night. Could be a soccer s- night. The Superstitious team? night. I don't know. <clears throat> what is it, Dill? Dude, come on. This is so easy. It's... T-C-S-N. No, it's not. It's never easy. The cheap, startling nightmares. Because it's spooky season. So you have just these <gasps> nightmares that occur. So that is on topic. Not Whatever. from three weeks ago. It is. It's not from three weeks ago. It was post you said our it was last a pre. pod. You said it was a pre. It was our. It was post last pod. I guess you're right. It's, it's the it's season. Tis the season. Tis the season. Tis the season. It was in October for sure. No, you're you're right. You right. You right. I'm just so happy that I actually had a decent one. Like you guys, were all like, you know, thinking you had it. I Gosh. still think that I sometimes I get them and you change. No, I swear. God. I haven't done that once. I haven't need to. If the day comes, if it's like 400 deep, we still haven't had a correct one, then I, I might have to. I don't think we'll ever get one. 
Dutch, do you think we'll ever get one? No. Well, let's move on. Try Definitely again. not. Let's try again next episode <laughs> as we move on here. Keep sending in your SNs. So send it in as you're listening. Don't listen to it. And then send it in as some form of hey, you just fraudulent. Just tweet at us what you think your SN was. Yeah, fraudulent tweeting. What a man. That has, to be a, that has to be a touchdown. That was yeah. a man touchdown. That's a touchdown. Oof. Okay, third quarter. Let's yeah. talk about the cheaters and the Braves. Doge, in the regular season, I can pull myself to root for Dusty Baker. I just can't do it in a postseason. I can't. I'm 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 tomahawk chopping my way to a Braves fandom right now. Got Adam Duvall, former Red, in there. You know. Jock Peterson went to high school with the Polar Bear. They're buddies. Mm. That's big time. It's Jock. Mm. It's freaking Jocktober. Okay. So, <laughs> that's a great nickname. Yeah, Jocktober is a great nickname. I mean, um, so yeah, I'm I'm full Braves, but what are we one one now? We're tied up. Yep. It's tied one one <clears throat> going to Atlanta. Both yeah. games are very similar, in opposite favor. Yeah, like just a complete flop. Yeah, just a mirror image of each other, and. I don't know. I have no idea what the Braves are going to do. Uh, Charlie Morton went I was out. Gonna say that he went stinks. out with a broken leg. I didn't see what happened. I it, just heard it yesterday. Uh, like a ball hit off the... <clears throat> uh, like Just like a line drive and hit him right in the leg. Just, and then he yeah. pitched for like another inning. And then he came off the mound. I was like, dude, I can't go. And then they went and x-rayed him. And we're like, brother, you're broken. Yeah. He had a broken so they, leg. Yeah, so he... But he pitched. It like came off his leg, league. and he fielded it, and he got him out. And yeah. then he struck out the next batter. Right. Got another guy to line out to finish the inning. Yeah. He came back in right. and struck out Altuve in the next inning. Yeah, he's like, let me at least get out. I think they said he threw. I think they said he threw sixteen pitches on a broken leg. He's like, listen, before I go out, I'm striking out that short little cheap boy. Like then I'll leave. Which uh, get him out which, of here. Leg which I love. Was it his plant leg? Is he? Was his left right leg? I thought. It's his. It's his push leg. So it's Ooh. not the one he's like planting on as he throws. It's the one he's pushing off of. Ooh, I think. Yeah. I don't know which one would be worse. I feel like planting would be worse. Either way, he broke it, and then he dominated after. Yeah, stealing. yeah. It depends on where he. What broke though? Which bone? Where did it break? It was like a tibula, I thought. I think so. Tip, tip. Tibia. So fibula is the small one. Tibia is the big one. Yeah. Tibia is like the the actual shin. Yeah. So that's what he broke. His it hit him like right there. So yeah, like on the outside of the leg. It looked like it hit him like right on the outside. Yeah. So it'd be like fibula. <coughs> fibula. That's well, what I'm saying. Like, on the inside, because I'm pretty sure it was the tib. Like I remember okay. reading that. I was like, oh, that sounds not not nice for Charlie. I'm getting the stats team up here in Cleveland to pull it up while we Sure. I chat just it. remember that Tibia is the big one because it has a shorter name and then Tibula. Do you think you would be watching more World Series if it was Red Sox Dodgers? Yeah. Uh. But at the same time, like, 
Doge did not enjoy that at all. I mean, I had the Red Sox going to the series. I am happy that the Braves are there. Yeah, I don't mind that the Braves are there. Been since 99 since they've been there. But... I would have much preferred to not see the Astros at all here. Like not That's even, the thing. I I do not want any part of the Astros winning that. I'm a sports guy. I really like to watch postseason baseball. I like to watch like the this like there's nothing better than World Series baseball in terms of like baseball. Like obviously there's better football games and there's some better NBA games, but like World Series baseball is up there with like top sports to watch. And I turned it on the other night. And I watched Carlos Correa hit, like, a double. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I just can't. Like, if it was any other team, I'd be able to tune into this game. But I just don't like... I don't want to give them the satisfaction of watching them even play baseball. No. Because they got to take a year off after cheating and no one got to... Like, I hope Atlanta just roasts them. Like, just tomahawk chop them to death. And, and just bang on some garbage cans. They should let everybody in the entire stadium. They should give away garbage cans. They should have a garbage can giveaway. They should. Absolutely. Yes. A big metal trash can giveaway and just. Oh. Team got back to me. It was a broken fibula. Fib. So I was the Fib. outside. So I was right yep. with the outside there. And I I just got word from uh, the Cincy stats team that it was revealed on his second x-ray that he had a fracture because the first one initially didn't have any fractures yeah. he looked when he slid that one time because he like looked like when he really left his foot like kind of caught and slid so he like really put pressure on it he's like oh man like he looked really pain then he might have had like a small little hairline and then when he did that it yeah might have, probably like, Okay, well any other thoughts on the World Series? Like I said, I've just have been I just don't want to tune in, even though I I know that I need to. So I I'll probably tune in now that we're in Atlanta. Like we'll be cheering on the Braves. Right. Like, people are going to be booing with us. Right, correct. Yeah, correct. <laughs> so, I don't know why, but I feel like normally in the postseason in the World Series, you might have, like, you know, a game or two where, a, you know, one or both teams kind of has a bunch of hits, and it's a big offensive game. And right. Most of the other time, it's, like, pretty tight. very tactical pitching. Three two, right? Right. I think that this next, like, I think it's going to go to seven. I think it's going to open up with where, some runs. Where it's just going to be wild. I would like to see. So that. I, I mean, I'm planning on watching. I like watching postseason baseball as well. Um, and I don't know. I just think it's going to open up. I'm hoping it does because I don't care particularly for either team. Even though, like, I could like low key like if I both need of the, my I'd teams, like to see the Braves just roll them. If both of my teams like roll left. Them. Like, the Indians were no more, the Rays were no more. I think the Braves would probably be the next thing for me. Wow. Really? I'm pretty sure I started watching baseball, like, back when, like, the year they won. So I was like, oh, they're good. Right, they were good then, yeah. And then when I went to their their old stadium, uh, what the hell is their old stadium? Turner Field. Turner Field, yeah. Yeah, and they were playing the Mets. 
and they literally went around for like 40 times doing the wave and the tomahawk mm-hmm. and it was just like a wild scene and it just kept getting louder and louder each time that like people were doing the tomahawks and like it was just like a cool thing and like I don't know I was also like low key before I was like old enough to like know enough to be a team like a fan you know what I mean like a fan of a team I like the seminal chop you know what I mean for Florida State like I like I don't know like I just like that like in the stadium when people are doing that so I don't know it's just kind of like a ferocious sound I guess I hope the Braves win I would love to see them win games in Atlanta and just close them out I mean, obviously they'll have to go back to Houston for at least one, but I do not want Houston to win. Also, I hope they break out the old asterisk on Jose, because yesterday he hit a home run, which was his 19th postseason home run, which I think moved him into second place for postseason homers. No chance. I will not honor a second of that stat. No. Get out of here. Asterisk. He's third. He's third. It's, uh... Is he third? It's Manny, and then it's, I can't... uh, Bernie Williams, and then Jose Altuve. It's like, what the... Asterisk. Dude, they both... He doesn't even... I... Oh, my God. I'm not even going to that. Did you... Did you hear... You heard how many were at home? Uh, No. 16, I bet? Out of 19, 14 of them are at home. Ridiculous! That's like seventy-five percent of them. That's ugh. so. Then the announcers yesterday it was really funny. They were just like Jose Altuve. They literally were talking about this when they showed the the. I'm stat hot. Picture. I'm so hot about that stat, dude. dude it's, I, it's I need to just take a second. It's man, like, <laughs> literally like all-time greats like Manny Ramirez, that, Bernie right. Williams, like, right? Red Sox, Yankee, Astro, and then it's like this dude has and get this. This is crazy. I think Manny did it like 155 postseason games. Bernie was like 122. This is what's going to be. Jose Altuve, guess how many games he's done? 34 or something. You know, probably even less. 75 games. He's done so it. dumb. So at this pace, he would be at like 20 more than Manny Ramirez, which he doesn't deserve at 155 games. So then the announcer goes on to talk about how. He loves playing in that ballpark, and it just suits him so well with how he hits the ball. <laughs> no kidding. Like, yeah, it suits yeah, him really. so well when he knows what freaking pitches are coming in. Jesus, like, oh man, dude. Like, th- there are some things where it's like, yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, something that got me this this heated might be something about the Astros recently was Carlos Correa tapping his wrist for the Dame time recently in the postseason after that hit. I was just like, dude. Golly, I got nothing to say about that guy. People on the Reds want to sign him. They're like, oh, let's bring in Carlos Correa. I'm like, I don't want that cheater ass up in here. Oh, no. We're going to spend money. Let's spend it on Nick Castellanos. That dude's a baller. Please. He's a Please. Fr- he's I don't want any affiliation. Castellanos is a Red. I do not want any of these freaking cheat strokes. We've talked about him enough. Golly. Ugh. But yeah, there's got to be an asterisk. If you can't give those home runs to Barry Bonds, you absolutely cannot give those to Altuve. So yeah, where's Barry? I mean, he probably doesn't have too many 
postseasons. But where's Barry at right. on the list if, he, if we're going to do this? Let's bring back the Black Sox. I don't know where their stats are, but they got banned. So what's what's your uh, serious prediction here? How many is it going and who's winning? How many Pete Rose? Like, how many homers does Pete Rose have? He wasn't a big home run guy. I'm just cheating about cheaters. That's a good question, though. We're just, if we're going to take everybody off the list, that's not cool. Like, let's, where are the Astros? Like, let's get them out of here. <clears throat> Carry on, Bill. I'm sorry. Uh, my, I would say, I think Braves win it in six. Because mm. game six is going to be back in Atlanta, right? Yep. Yeah, They'll do two in Atlanta, one back in Houston, one back in Atlanta. I think they win it at home, and Atlanta's just going to go nuts. I would like to see that. I would like to see something else. But, Tej, you go first. Uh, I would like to see the people in Houston weeping after, like, a 12 nothing throttling after Game the Braves seven. just... No. Game, Game five. five. Yeah, just I would Braves, love that. Braves, Braves, Just whoop them. And it's just... I would... Yeah. Oh, he might have a chance to come back. Nope, just squish their dreams at home. Uh, that would be great. It's just so quiet in there. There's a couple Braves fans just going nuts. That's what I need. I would love to see a quiet game seven. Where they just I don't even want. Absolutely I, I, I don't even want to give them the so chance to the win the World Series. But here's, Correct, here's, here's, don't even give them a chance to win the World Series. They still have a chance no. if it's. I mean, they got a game. Like they still have a chance to win. Yeah, but if it's game seven, I mean, they obviously like, that's it. it. That's it, though. Okay, do you remember when the Cardinals, I think, came out and scored, like, ten runs in the first inning? Oh, yeah, like, that was... They just dominated. I think it was against the Braves. They just came in, and the game was over. Yeah. The rest of the game was just like, what do we talk about for eight and a half innings? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to see, where the Braves just come out and score 15. The Astros are throwing in left, left fielders to pitch. Dusty Baker's playing first base. It's going to be interesting to see how Houston adapts with the, uh, uh, without the DH in Houston. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is that uh, going to play a factor? You know, are the Braves going to use that home field advantage that they are used to that? Um, It'll be interesting to see, like, how they hit like, on the road without the sensors and the cheating and, you know. I would love to see Braves in five, but I'm I'm predicting six. That's that's probably not realistic, but I'm I'm a hopeful man. Let's get it going, you know. Mm. I hope and I think it'll be Braves in seven. So we'll see. We're all about segue. We're all about the segues here for game three tomorrow night for episode one hundred and one, and we're we're talking about some serious hope here in the fourth quarter, Doge. Joe Burrow is unbelievable. Jamar Chase is the best thing since sliced bread. And Randy Moss just says he's jaw-dropping for him to watch, which is like, if this is something that Randy's saying, that's exciting to hear. And our defense is top ten, I think top five now. We're flying around tackling people. We just came off of the biggest win, I'd say, that I've ever seen the Bengals like have I, I can't remember one that's bigger right now. Maybe if we never had a playoff win, so you know I think this is probably the biggest one we've had because it was pure domination in the second half. 
Bengals smoked the Ravens. Was it 41-17, I believe? Yep. Yes, 41-17. I mean, anybody and everybody who 24 does... 24 unanswered. 24 unanswered. Anybody who's anybody doing the media is talking about the Bengals right now, hyping them up, gassing them up. Oh, my God, look at the Bengals. Can't believe it. They can actually, Steve Young's like, they can actually go all the way. What they did on uh, Sunday against the Ravens is replicable every week. All you need to do is just make sure that defense is still rolling and then Joe Burrow is good to go. People are talking, Joe Burrow's the next Joe Montana. You know, somebody said, Phil, I think it was Chris Sims. might have been Phil Sims. I think it was Chris Sims. He was like, Pat Mahomes needs to go watch Tom Brady... Joe Montana, Joe Burrow tape in the pocket. He just muffed that, didn't he? No, he didn't. I think he did, dude. I don't know. No, okay. That was crazy. But either way, it's just, I don't know. The Bengals are rolling right now. People are hyping them up. We're getting all the comparisons. Doge, is there any fool's gold to this to you as a true Bengal fan? Or are you... Are you riding this gravy train? You just taking in all the Kool Aid and enjoying the show? We look really good. the The duo of Mixon P Ryan is a great running game that we've had so far. That's kind of been something we've been missing for a while. And the pa- the air mail from Joe Burrow, like the the passing threat, and to Jamar Chase to have over two hundred yards against what was a pretty solid Ravens defense <laughs> up until last week. Uh, I mean it. It's incredible to watch. Jamar Chase is on pace. He's not on pace right now to get Randy Moss's rookie touchdown record, but he's going to destroy Randy Moss's rookie reception yards. We'll get for him the some tuds. We'll get him some tuds. Don't worry. He'll get some tuds. So it's, it's looking really good, and I love the other options. Like, if people try to start locking down Jamar Chase, which right now people haven't been, even been able to prove that they can do it, but if people try to start doing that and they do it successfully, we still have T. Higgins. We still have Tyler Boyd. We still have C.J. Uzama, who's had a bit of a coming out party this year, who had two huge yeah. touchdowns against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's been incredible. I, I was thrilled when we did it, and I'm glad that I can tell the haters to look at it now. When people were saying that drafting Jamar Chase wasn't going to be the right call, it clearly was. To have a receiver that can make himself so open so quickly, that's what gives Joe Burrow the ability to get rid of the ball faster. Like, yeah, it's good to have blocking. We upgraded that this year too, though. So, I mean, this team is incredible, and the defense looks a lot better. I love the Trey Hedrickson addition. Dude, he's such a beast. He has been a great addition. Sam Hubbard had two and a half sacks against Lamar. So, I mean, we, we look great. If that's something that we can repeat, which I think we can, then they're going to look great. We've got some, some tests that we have to still go through. Shouts out to Trey Flowers, who came in after we got him from Seattle, and he just covered Mark Andrews all game, and he really wasn't even in our system. And, like, that's their biggest guy. That was huge for us. So I think he's going to be awesome for us. Got to shout out the offensive line. Quentin Spain right now. Is like one of Pro Football Focus's highest rated players and or highest rated linemen, and he's a guy who did it on a prove it deal. So we need to lock him up, extend him. There's a lot of people we got to extend this year. CJ's having a big year, so he's trying to get paid too, uh, of course, as he should. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's so exciting to see Jamar Chase. While he might not be 
like DeAndre Hopkins good, he is like in conversation for best receiver in the league. Like he's not, you know, I, he's not. He's got to prove it for the rest of the season, but he has better stats than like guys like Devontae Adams and and stuff like that. Tyreek Hill and other people like that. I, you know, I think Cooper Cup is leading the league in terms of all of the stats right now, but Jamar Chase is right there, and it's like. You know what? I didn't want to do it on the pod, but I'm here and I and I'm going to do it and I hate to just catch some strays here, you know, fire shots at people. Oh, I did not see that. Go ahead, keep going. Keep going. Oh. But Jamar Chase. Man, okay, that's That catch, that was one of the best catches I've seen in a long time. Oh, he didn't get in. He didn't get in. No. Oh, he's out of bounds. What a fool, dude. Come on, get that, tap that thing out. Oh! Dude, I mean, you make some amazing... This is perfect. Keep riffing, because I need to find this. Oh, Here it is. man. Go for it, man. Sorry. I, that's just something that... This epitomizes like, how much I love Jamar Chase. Okay? This stat right here. I'm ready. I... When he hits... First of all, when he hits that gritty, son. Oh, my God. I know what this is. God, it gets me so hyped. The McGriddle? No, the McGriddle's great. 754 yards, Jamar Chase. Seven games. I don't even know how many games this guy played for us. I'm glad he's gone. Years. John Ross, 733 yards. Get him yes. out of here. Jamar yes. Chase is everything. We said this earlier this year. Jamar Chase is everything we wanted John Ross to be. And more. Like, there's a reason, like, oh, no shit, he was just as high as rated as... Um, <clears throat> Calvin Johnson coming out of the draft. Like, he's that dominant for us. Like, that connection, that's... We kind of have a, a Stafford-Megatron with Burrow and, and Chase a little bit there. Like, not like the same maybe deep threat, but they have that kind of like... Listen, it's third down, fourth down, we need to play. Like, doesn't matter who's covering you. It might be Marlon Humphrey, one of the best Pro Bowl cornerbacks in the league. But don't worry, we'll still dust him for 208 yards and, and a touchdown, like in whatever, 10 catches, or I forget how many he had. I think it's eight. Eight, 201, and a tutty. Son, like, come on. You can count on him for a touchdown every game, it seems like. Like, if he doesn't get one, you're like, man, like. You're like, oh, what happened? Right. Yeah. Especially like you're the. Surprised. And the. Dude, we haven't had the long ball in Cincy Doge. In so long. But when Burrow launches that ball up there and it's in the air, and then you, like, take that quick second, like, oh, man, who's he throwing to? And you look up and like, oh, boy. Look at how wide open Jamar is. And then it's just Tud City, and then we're all dancing and just, ah, it's so good. You want to hear a great little uh, little stat or a little something to salivate on, a little, little something to chew on here for the rest of the season, Doge? I love it. According to Pro Football Focus, Marlon Humphrey along he's tied with Denzel Ward so there's only three more games that Jamar Chase will be facing a cornerback at the same level as the guy he faced this last weekend which he had dusted for 201 and a tut so we could be seeing some massive games from Jamar coming up which is going to be very exciting so Dill any Bengals thoughts we'll give you some Browns thoughts here no, I'm glad I drafted him in the uh Dearness Johnson in the Keeper League. Um and you the guys who dub. Baker's injury's interesting right now. So we're Is he coming back this weekend? No. No, he's not gonna be back for a while. I, th- 
I think they were saying that he was going to at least be doing practice reps. It's a possibility he comes to plays against Pittsburgh this weekend, I think. I heard that. That's what I heard. I heard that, too. I feel like I feel like why would you come back against those guys? Like they got a good D line. Like well, I guess they're we got a good D line. You know, we have a better D line this year. I think they just like put quarterbacks down. Like we beat the heck out of Lamar, dude. You surprisingly did. You actually got like which is something that like doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Like they hit him clean. Right to like really smoke him. Right to like because like you can like get him. him. Right without him falling. Usually when you get him hard, it's like in the in the open field after he's ran for 20 yards or whatever, and somebody comes from the side and gets him. We were actually getting him in the backfield, sacking him, and hitting him, which is awesome. So, What I was seeing with Baker is that if he injures it worse, it's going to be much longer than if he just waits a little bit longer and comes back. But Well, he's getting surgery at the end of the season anyway, so it's going to be something that lingers the entire year. Dude, the Browns just have a season from hell, man. It just isn't. It's just like... Everyone's uh, beat up on that team. We have offensive line out. We have uh, both running backs out. We still don't have our secondary, really, like, um, which is carrying over from last year that just got depleted, that we just were signing guys off the streets for the secondary. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, we're still 4-3. and three. Uh, Case Keenum did just enough. Dearness I mean, Johnson it's nice that you good. have Case Keenum, dude. You know what I mean? Like he's he's been in some. Solid. He's been with some teams that went uh, that did pretty well. Like the Vikings, those couple of years, he was he was. Uh, they had that miracle man. playoff win where he had that wild throw to Diggs. Yeah, I he mean, just like, doesn't suck. You know what I mean? Like he's not gonna go out and win you every game, but like your defense, right? he is the absolutely utmost. Like what you want out of your back of quarterback where it's just like he, you can trust him to come in and get it done but it's not something that's going to be flashy it's not something that's going to be the normal right. game plan like Baker's more capable but he's also more capable of like that also very tragic turnover or fumble that like Case is like most likely not going to have still can happen obviously for sure but you know he's been around for a lot longer he plays a little bit smarter um He's just much more neutral and just much more just gray, whereas Baker has those spikes, ups, ups and downs, um, which if we're as good of a team as that people say, and I think that, you know, I saw last year what we had, you know, carry over this year, Case can do that for us and win us games, so mm-hmm. we'll see. We, I mean, obviously, like, we need Nick Chubb and we need Kareem Hunt. So that's uh, like we need our offensive line. The biggest piece I think for you guys is like when those guys, like those guys are dominant. Jadavion, if we can uh, have him in, was he? I, I don't remember. Was he? He was out against the Broncos too, right? I don't remember anymore. It was I, a week ago. I, I don't know. So, it, I'm I'm curious what we're gonna look like after um, coming off this long week against the Steelers. So. Who, divisional game too. We get the long time to prep for him. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, I mean, like we know each other pretty well. The rest of that, uh, dude, I still just can't believe we beat him in the playoffs last year. That's just nuts. Yeah, we might... almost gave it up. Like we we did everything we could to give it up. We almost did. <laughs> like if there was definitely almost did. five minutes more in the game. Like if it was a sixty-five minute game, I think we lose that. Definitely... So 
just get. I think the Browns are going to turn around a little bit. I think they've just, like I said, been a little some bad luck. Um, but I don't know, Doge. It's just exciting, exciting Bengals stuff. We're about to take the Jets and beat the heck out of them, and then we got a big one against the Browns. So, mm-hmm. one thing about the Bengals, real quick. I'll trap it up because I didn't only talk about the Browns really. <coughs> They look good against Packers. We did look really good against the Packers. Um, right now we're seeing if the Packers and the Cardinals are legit. No, the Packers are so hurt right now. If if the Cardinals don't win this game, I don't know if they'll be legit to me. I mean, still, like, they're 7-0, only undefeated They're team. at home. Like, and there's... Dude, I don't think the Packers have one of their starting receivers, except maybe Cobb. Yeah. Most of them. Cobb's the only starting receiver. I think they showed like the next best receiver had like twenty Dude, yards going into the COVID. And Devontae's not playing. I don't think Valdez uh, is I, playing. I either. just I thought I saw Lazard in that uh uh what you freaking call it. Lazard might have Brown. I don't think I don't think Lazard's playing right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I could be right. wrong. And I think they have a bunch of linemen and still Jair Alexander's out. So that's a, the Packers are just hurt. Ours, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. But either way, Bengals look good against Packers. Uh, when, we, when we went to that game a couple weekends ago, should have beat them. Uh, should have, uh, could have multiple times. I mean, it was a wild game, like, both ways. Uh, and then, dude, this past weekend against the Ravens, like, that was actually fun to watch. Like, I was just like, that was a show. And I was watching mainly in the beginning, because it's like... Dude, I went into that expecting the opposite, of like, here we go, Lamar's gonna run it down our throats like he always does, and this is gonna just be, like, back to reality bangles like we always are, and no, it's not. It's here we are, we're freaking for real. Yeah. And we smoked him. I would love to see you guys do some hurry-up offense... I don't know if we can because the Joe's throat contusion these past couple weeks because he's been doing all clap. But I'm saying, like, you guys do the two-minute drill, fine. You guys did great against the Ravens. I think that's all, like... But I'm saying, do that shit, like, in the middle of the game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just hurry up. Just, like... I th- yeah, I mean... If it like, ain't broke, don't fix it right now, I feel like. They've right. got a good thing going. Sure. But there it is, it, there there is something drives. to say, but, like, when there's two minutes left... Jamar and, and Joe so seem to always have stuff going. They've scored, uh, they were talking about it last time, they scored six out of seven games, ten and a half, and I think four out of the six have been touchdowns now. So, like, to me, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, just add that once or twice additional, like, to the game. You know what I mean? Like, and just let one Joe, or two more yeah. drives do that. Let Joe make a couple calls. And then also, um, there were a couple. That was a wild game. Yeah. There were a couple times where your play calling, like, it seems like it's getting more consistent and better, but there were a couple third down calls where I was like, what are you guys doing? So there's still those inconsistencies that I want to see you guys kind of work out. We're certainly not, like, the best team in the NFL, but we're we're trending big time up. And there's just, dude, I'm... There's just something about Joey B, man. I told you that, like, like any game, we're like, it's like, here we go. We can win this. Doesn't matter who we got. Come on. Well, like, all last year, you guys were in close games. You just never won them. So, like, I mean, Dude, I'd like to see us add some stuff at the, the deadline here. We got some cap. Like, I think if we add some more talent, dude, we maybe could go to the damn Super Bowl. 
Like our offense is loaded. Let's like try to add some more D. We have the we have the weapons to beat anybody right now. Yeah. There's so. probably two other receiving cores that you'd like match with us, I'd say. I guess if you're not including tight end. If you're including tight end there might be some others. Oh yeah, I include the Chiefs then. Maybe the no. Who else would you who else would you put up against Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd? You gotta go New Hopkins and like I don't like AJ Green that much. Christian Kirk Christian Kirk is pretty good. They've got a good they've got a good set. They've got a good set. Um the Cowboys are really solid with with Cooper and uh C D and uh Gallup. Yeah, but Gallup's on IR all year. Well, there you go. In general though, they've got a three yeah. that you'd match. Um I don't know, that's I mean, there's not too many. We're up there, dude. We've got one of the best receiving cores in I'm the sure league. I'm sure there's people we're forgetting. I'm sure there's something we're forgetting, but I mean the Bucks, the Browns, both. And the Bucks, that's solid. it. The Bucks. Yeah. Browns gotta stop dropping fucking balls, dude, for me to put them in my list. Jeez. Oh, What's up, Odell? Yeah. Odell's been booty. Uh, I definitely the Bucks. I can't believe we missed them. It's the Bucks, yeah. Godwin, Evans, Browns. I was running through but... the divisions and I started with the West, so I was going to make... When you said the tight ends, that's immediately what I thought. I was like, oh, dude, Gronk? Too. Yeah, and I see, you're right. They have Brady. Gronk and Cameron Brady, yeah. Uh, They've got the best. The they Cardinals, have, the the Cardinals best. have Ertz now, too. That was a great addition by them. Yeah, big pickup. I totally forgot that I actually... Low-key, dude. I don't know who's number three for the Titans, but Julio and A.J. Brown is... That's good enough to get you on the list. Yeah. Who is on that team? I don't know who their third is. I can't think of it. That, does, that doesn't bode well for them being on the We're list. up there, though. We're so up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if Jamar keeps it up, dude, we're going to be way up there. I mean, he's... Tyler Boyd's like just like casually just like out here chilling. I mean, he's so damn good. Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, who's his on the Bills? Uh, not Stephon Diggs. Adam Thielen. I mean, Thielen. I don't know who their third is. The Bills aren't aimed bad with Stephon and Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders. That's pretty good three. I would take us over them though. I know Diggs is great, but I would take us over them. Yeah, I mean, I would too. But he's still putting them on the top whatever list. I'm just coming up with good threes. Probably it, I'd say. The third receiver on the depth chart right now for the tight is Chester Rogers. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're definitely middle of the pack. Yikes. That's tough there. Who's third on the Seahawks? They've got Metcalf and Lockett. Pretty swing um, out of Florida. Yeah. What about John Ross and Kendarius Tony and Galladay and Sterling and Sterling Shepard, Tony and Galladay is a good pairing. I'm I still so, take a, that was a massive yeah. joke. 
Because I said John Ross. Those guys aren't it. Those guys aren't it. No way. Kenny Gallagher. They're not it. I do good. like that setup for Danny Dimes. I think that's a good receiver core for him to work well, with. How have you guys I think they're a the frisky Rams? team. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. <clears throat> I can see the Giants giving the Chiefs a really tough time this week because yeah, they've got Tony coming back. I think Saquon's coming back. If the Danny Giants Dimes plays great the on the road in prime time, the Giants get the Chiefs. 50 yard run. Andy might might be curtains for Big Andy. You can't lose to the Chiefs. Or the Giants. I think you give them the year to figure it out. I think you just tell them, that, hey, we got to just bring up the enemy after the year. Do what we've always talked about. The enemy's no joke. That's for sure. But that offense has been looking rough. I mean, to not even score a touchdown last week, that's tough. See, the Titans have their number for whatever reason. It's really weird. Which I love. But I have my, my buzzer beater is about that, kind of. So. Well, you're up. Go for it. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, we're, we're into it. That's the end of the fourth quarter. Buzzer beaters. Doug. <laughs> go ahead. All hail. Talk about the segues today. I mean, all you've hail been flawless. King oh. Henry. I've had him on my Keeper League roster for three straight years now. 2019, I got him in the fifth round. Then he really had his coming out party. I got to keep him in the third. This year, I kept him as the last pick in the first round, and he's already been paying dividends. He is absolutely phenomenal. And last week, against the Chiefs, he had more throwing touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. That's all i got to say. Ridiculous. All hail King Henry. All hail the King. Um, Dill? Yeah, so originally, <clears throat> I was just going to give Doge the floor to talk about Formula One. You know, pre-trip. Oh, yeah. yeah, pre-All-Star break. So, Yikes. you know, something that... We haven't really mentioned it all other than initially. A little bit of hockey is a couple weeks into the season. Oh, there you go. Lightning have had a little bit of an up and down, uh, you know, win some, lose some. You know, they're 3-3-1 three, three and one right now, sitting like fourth or fifth in the conference. But, you know, it's back. And it's just it just feels, I don't know, it just feels like this year has gone by so fast again. Because of the, all the sports were jammed up last year, we didn't ever get it. There's no break. I'm with Man. you. It does feel like we're just like, whoa, what's going on? Here we are again. So, yeah, I mean, we have World Series, NHL starting the season, NBA starting the season, middle of the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Things are starting to wrap up. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this 17th game affects, like, the last week of standings. Yeah. Because, like, it always changes so, like, you know, fluidly towards the end, where it's, like, a couple teams are in the top, and then depending on how the tiebreakers fall and this and that, like, I'm curious how this 17th game is going to play into effect. So, you know, on a buzzer beater, um, something to look forward to. Something we don't know about, haven't seen before. 
just like episode 102. That's it, folks. Teej, take us to the end. So, I've got a real quick one, and I've got a segue one. Okay. Quick one. Quick one. Have you seen Jamar Chase's clothing line that he's going to be releasing called The Chosen One, which mimics, like, the Uno cards? Like, it's, like, basically like the Uno logo, but it's removing the word Uno because he's obviously number one and it says Chosen on it. It looks awesome. So I'm going to be getting some of that gear. Can't wait for that. I have not seen that, but Does that is awesome. Spicy, dude. It's going to be sweet. Second buzzer beater. Got to get up another shot. We got time left. It's two for one. We clocked it out well. I believe it'll be our next episode. If it's not our next episode, it's coming soon. So we might take some time to get some of the interviews together. But... As you know, the NBA listed out a top 75 players of all time to as a historical, you know, hey, this is, this is like, hey, these are all the people who, you know, have meant something to the league or had a massive impact on the league or maybe were one of the greatest players of all time. There's a lot of people or a lot of controversy, you know, you can't just limit 75 years to 75 players. There's been a ton of great guys all over you know, history and, and stuff like that. So um, what we're going to be doing is going around and, and adding, you know, making a case about, you know, somebody we want or think that could be on the list. But one person that did make the list, and I don't think anybody will dispute that he should be on the list, is Kevin Durant. And they interviewed him before the opener of the season. And I don't know, just really funny because of Kevin's re- reaction. Like, seemed like he didn't think he was going to maybe make the list, which is, like, really funny to think about. Because he's Kevin Durant. He's easily one of the best 75 players of all time. He might even be a top 15, you know, 20 best player of all time. He's unbelievable. So, they interview him at, before the game. They're like, hey, Kevin, congratulations, man. You made the 75, you know, best players of all time list. Um, you know, what's that mean to you? And, like, what's that like? And typically when you are, like, given an answer like that and stuff, a lot of people, like, you know, you do the you do a quick interview or you don't like to, like, acknowledge it. You know, hey, you know, the accomplishments, you know, they're cool, but we got to focus about the game tonight, blah, blah, blah. You could tell that Kevin, like, if you watch the clip, you can see Kevin's face. He cannot keep his smile contained during this whole time he's talking. And he's so excited and so thrilled to be a part of this list and, like, so honored, you can tell. And he, I don't know if he, he kind of almost starts tearing up, but he really doesn't. And like, it's just a really cool, uh, really cool moment to see. And another one too is James Harden, kind of similar night. They interviewed him and did the same thing. And he just like walks out of the building, and they, they he just asks one question, he like looks back, and he's like, "Of all time?" And they're like, "Yeah, all time." And he goes, "Sheesh!" And he just like leaves. He like walks out and leaves. It's so funny. It's James Harden. Yeah, it's really it's an awesome clip. Like, so both those guys are like really enjoying it. I'm sure there'll be more clips like that. But there's plenty of guys who deserve to be mentioned that weren't on the list. So we're gonna honor them uh, coming up on our next pod. So stay tuned for that. We appreciate you making it through 101 episodes with us. We're gonna have 102 coming up soon. Doge, thank you very much for being on, my guy. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Good to be back. Absolutely. Dill, thank you for being on, bud. Hey, of course. Glad I could be here. It was a good one. Yeah. Toodaloo. We'll see you next time for 102.
Tej. This is the clubhouse. Thank you, everybody. Peace.